Bye, welcome and all, and welcome to everybody who's watching with us this morning. But just on, as we ended off with that song, I'd like to just read a verse. As I was working in the garage and I was doing a restoration, I like to just listen to the Bible on tape and, um, or Bible on phone. And this verse stood out, and if we had more time, I would have sang that song again, the Hout Christ. Listen to this. And guys, this is very important. If any of you want to write it down, it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and it's verse 9. But I want you to hear this. Paul writes, if the ministry that brought condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? People are trying to glory in the first ministry. And, he, and Paul says it was glorious, but how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? And the next verse is scary. He says, for what was glorious has no glory now when you compare it with the surpassing glory of this new covenant with Jesus. Don't try and go back and have a glory experience with the old. Because Jesus came. And there's a new covenant. How much more glorious is this ministry that brings reconciliation or righteousness with God? And that's why we can sing, we can sing with full conviction. This morning I'm going to speak about forgotten or neglected chapter of the Bible. A forgotten or neglected chapter of the Bible. Vergete of nagelate hoofstuk van die Bijbel. En dit gaan nie wees wat jy denk het is. You can see the first picture. Don't neglect. It's a powerful statement. Don't neglect. Moe nie nalaat. Is that the right word? Is it not interesting how fast? Is it not interesting how quickly we can forget what we want to forget? Is it not interesting how fast can you forget what you will forget? Is it not interesting how fast? kan jy los wat jou nie past nie. Isn't it interesting how quick you can leave something that doesn't suit you? We live in a society that if it doesn't suit me, I won't do it. And we become Christians, we become born again, and we carry that same attitude into the kingdom. Ons vat die selfde gesintheid binnen die koninkryk, Wat as het nie my pas nie, dan doen ek het eenvoudig nie. Of ek vergeet. Maar as ek vir jou sê, en is nou genuin, jy moet nou woensdagmiddag drie uur kom, want ek, iemand het vir my 50.000 rand in een couvert vir jou gesit, jy moet het kom haal by my huis. Ek bed jou, dit sal jy nie vergeet en dit sal jou pas, om het te kom haal. Ek weet jou, jy sal jou afsprake kanseleer vir die middag. 
But you see, what's not important for us, we forget. What we don't want, what doesn't suit us, we just leave. And many times we bring that into our spiritual life. But sometimes we neglect, remember the sermon today? We neglect or forget that suits us, the priorities of God's word. And then we suffer. We suffer unnecessary as Christians. Ons lei onnodig, want ons het vergeet wat was daar die opdracht of daar die woord. Of ons sê, dit pas my tans nie om gehoorzaam te wees aan dit of dat. This doesn't suit me. And I said, we need to break out of, you need to break out of, you need to break out of only what suits you. Because God's going to bring something across your path that does not suit you, but it's going to be good for you. Doesn't he say in the Bible, it seems like all discipline at the time is painful. Well, do you allow God to speak to you and adapt in your own life? Thank you, Lord, for a blessing upon the word this morning. And may it go forth and not return void. And touch all of our lives because you are God. And we honor you in Jesus' name. I'm going to start this morning with the biblical truth. We're going to go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12. And it's a very well-known verse. You see, whenever you're busy with something that doesn't suit you, sometimes, in scripturally now, biblical, that doesn't suit you, you need to hear it, read it, and believe it again. Say with me, I need to hear it, I need to read it, and I need to believe it again. Because too quick we forget certain things. Ons is mos nou al op die pad vir een paar jaar. Ek is nou al op die pad vir tien jaar. Ek is op die pad vir twintig jaar. En dan, conveniently I start forgetting certain things, because they don't suit me anymore. Hear it, read it, and start believing it again. Hebrews, and we're not going to use the first part. Ons gaan jylle sal sien das, das in rooi. It says in Hebrews 4 verse 12, this we know well, For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword. That we know. It penetrates as far as the separation of soul and spirit. And I've spoken before on that because it's so close, soul and spirit. You can't divide soul and spirit without the word of God and the Holy Spirit showing you. It's so close. Some people get emotional and they say it's the Holy Spirit. Some people say it's the spirit, but they reject it because they think it's just emotional. It's very difficult to, to cut between soul and spirit, but the word of God can bring the truth. Like bone and marrow are so connected. But then it goes further. Joints and marrow. Then it says. Now look what it says. 
We're reading out of the Holman's Bible. This word of the Lord, the living word of God, it is able to judge the ideas and the thoughts of the heart. Isn't that powerful? The word of the Lord is able to judge those ideas of your heart and those thoughts of your heart. The word of the Lord. People who become tired of the word, I want to warn you, be careful. Because the word of God is that which will judge the thoughts and the ideas of the heart. You see, you can't go to your best friend and say, What say jy oor dit? Because you're going to have stuff that suits you. But the word of the Lord will bring judgment to the ideas and the thoughts of your heart. Come on now. Is it okay? What ideas have you got lately about yourself, about life, about people? What thoughts have you got that you are dodging the judgment of the word? Because if you go there, it won't suit you. What are you forgetting to go to the word about in your life? Because you've become quite happy with this thought and idea of your heart. It seems to be giving you success but you're dodging the word of the Lord. Because you know, when you open the word, you know, as you the word of the Lord opens, and you go into this thing that you have been living with, you know that this will bring the truth and the truth for you. Is it good Afrikaans? And that's is we are too bang or ongerieflik, and now I say what the title is, I let na, or nalat, of for my sekere woord, want ek weet, dit gaan my konfronteer, en het sal sy oor die, die woord is regheid. Jy sê, pastoor, jy moet my nie judge nie. I don't want to judge anybody. I just want to see what the Bible says, and bring that to you. I'm not God. I'm not the final judge. But the word we have now, that can bring judgment now, of your ideas and your thoughts of your heart because you've become quite happy with that and you know what when you become happy with the wrong thoughts and ideas you can't grow properly you grow skeef jy groei skeef wanneer jy sekere hoofstukke vergeet of nalaat uit die woord make sense Het gaan eenvoudig wees, maar het is baie diep. I've plotted my own life. I see when I dodge what happens to me. Maybe you're not human like me. I'm human. The more I dodge truth, the more I grow skew. And I can jylle allemaal die rat voor die oor draai. Goeie Afrikaans. Ek kan jylle allemaal die rat voor die oor draai. I can bring nice blindfold to all of you. And you think that's a wonderful person. But God knows what's Alan's ideas 
and thoughts of his heart. And only the word can sort that out. That's why we need to love the word and not have certain chapters removed. I wanted to do what some of the guys did at the old camps, just to bring a normal book and say, I'm going to just tear out this chapter of the Bible. Then you think it's the Bible. Fold it up and say, we're throwing it. No, we don't. That idea, that idea of this chapter, not for me, doesn't suit me. But so we become picky. Ons word kieskerig. Net wat ons wil heen, gloe. En dit is baie gevaarlik. We gaan start, before we start with the the neglected chapter, voor ek begin met die nagelate of of hartseer verlate hoofstuk, ek wil gauw nog net een ander versie met jou deel, is Romeine 5, vers 5. Ek gaan net vir my bykie water, anders gaan ek poor by die water vir my. viewers, sorry for that mistake, but it was done deliberately. It has happened. If you were hoping it has happened, it's a has been, I've missed. It's not going to still happen. Who have you witnessed me missing? Who have you witnessed the overflowing of that glass? It wasn't, it's not going to still come. It's happened. You see, Romans 5 verse 5, if you read it in the Holmans, and it'll say the same, it says, This hope will not disappoint us. Because God's love, now the word love, love, love I'm using today is the same love, agape love. Because God's love, If you pray long enough and hard enough and keep hoping, you might have God's love a little bit in your heart. That's what we do as a church. Ach, Heere, sal jy asjeblief my net meer, meer liefde gee vir Aurean. Ach, Heere, ek bid ek kan net bykie meer liefde hee vir my dorp. You see, that's, that, that is so opposite to what the Bible says. The Bible says a very strong word. Don't worry, it's just water, it'll dry. The Bible says this hope will not disappoint us because, and this is the statement I want to make, God's love has been poured out in our hearts. Where's the ideas and the thoughts? Hearts. Where's God's love been poured 
out in your heart. I'm very challenged with this. You see, you need to discern. You must understand between Jesus and Seal. When you reckon in Seal's dimension, life, then say, "I give you more love. I accept not love for your eyes." En daai goed, en dan, jy vraag maar, hala man, stop asking God for stuff that has been done. The love of Christ was poured out into your heart when you got saved. What love? Love that suits you? Friendship love? No, agape love. Unconditional love. Has been. Has been been, has been but you see in the world we talk about oh Alan he's a has been, that pastor's a has been, he's old toast he's clear no, but you see has been can be positive, it has been poured out it's amazing you've, look at me you've got poured out agape in your heart so I will not excuse you when you use excuses that you can't love. The reason you can't love is because you're ignoring the chapters of the Bible that will challenge what doesn't suit you. Jy vir my die hoofstukke en die woord wat jou nie pas nie, want jy wil graag liefde nie laat vloei, maar jy wil klaar. You see, I did that on purpose. That word, because God's love has been poured out. Poured out means the following. This is, very tr- this is out of the original Greek. God's love has been poured out. God's love is gushing forth. It's spilling. It's running over in your heart. It's gushing Spilling over, running from your heart, God's love. Like a tap that just runs a bath, that just runs over. God's love has been poured forth in your heart. And then we say, a chapter I'm going to take out the Bible. Neglected chapter. So we're going to do the neglected chapter. Sitrach. Now you'll say, this chapter is not neglected. It's a well-known chapter because we all know it. But I'll tell you now why it's neglected. It's 1 Corinthians 13. Elke trouwe, elke mooi dingiekie, elke valentine, elke wara wara oor liefde, dat sê hulle 1 Corinthians 13. So everyone knows it. You can know it, but you've forgotten it. You can know it, but it's neglected. Because you see, that chapter is not old nonsense. If it's based on a a love that's poured forth, a agape love, that's poured forth in your heart, then you must study 1 Corinthians 13 and say, Lord, where am I with this? What is my idea of love? What is my thoughts around love? I'm not talking about romantic love and friendship. Yeah, I can know 
spoelen, ons is grootpels, ons is lief vir mekaar, praat nie van die liefde nie. En ek praat nie van Ellen Loves Kareen, praat nie daarvan. Talk about the love of Christ that's spilling over in your heart. What is your idea about love at the moment towards life, community, people, poor, lost, dirty? What's your love idea? Have you torn that chapter out? Because it doesn't suit you? We're not going to read the whole uh, book of, 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 of chapter 13. You can go and read it. But I'd like to just start with the first one. In, 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 um, I'd like to just start with this verse 4. It says, love is patient. doesn't say love is trying to be patient. Love, the same love that was poured forth in your heart that you have, it's gushing over. Love is patient. Now I'm scared it out. It pas nie my heart, my idea nie. Hierdie ding van jy moet maar net patient wees, en net wacht, en net nice wees. Sommer nonsens man, ons leef in een ander wereld. Go for it. As dit wat Christus' liefde vir jou bepaal, leef daarmee, dan sien jy waar jy gaan eindig. Maak het sin. You see, the word of the Lord is sharper than a two-edged sword. It brings division. But it cuts right down into the thoughts and the ideas of the heart. And we form ideas to make our life suitable for us. It suits me to never be patient. It suits me to always be angry. It suits me to never forgive. It suits me to keep a record of the wrongs people are doing. It suits me. And God says, it suits you, Alan, but it doesn't suit me. Why, Lord? Because I wrote it in my book. You that keep the records of wrongs, Alan, and you don't let go of that stuff. It does not suit me, Alan. And you're neglecting that chapter because it suits you. What are we talking about? 1 Corinthians 13. It's just love. He's not saying to your best friend, be patient, be kind. Don't be boastful. You'll see where I'm going to. You see that word patient? I'm just going to touch on that one word. Patient means, this is beautiful. In the original, that word patient means, I have God's love. I'm refusing to retaliate with a quick temper and anger. Ek weier om in reaksie te kom met a humeur en woede. Dit is nou in die oorspronkelike, die enigste woede, hoor mooi, Die enigste woede wat woede, woede, die enigste woede wat ek weis, is die woede van die Heere met morele goed. 
as my kind loop in die huis met die ice cream, met die glas, en hy laat val het per ongeluk in het breek, en ek raak woed, en kan jy nie sien wat jy doen nie, hoekom maak jy jou oor nie oop nie, dis verskillend as ek hoor van iemand wat een kind verkracht het, ek raak woedend met die woede vir die Heere, met die Heere vir die kind sy verkrachting, maar ek raak nie woedend vir elke klein dingiekie, wat eindelijk niks saak maak nie. I have a self-control because I'm not given to anger all the time. Only anger I'm given to is the anger of the Lord. The stuff that grieves God and burns in his heart that's evil can give me a holy anger. But a quick temper is not from the Lord. Are you with me? Don't worry, I'm challenged with you. We need to hear what the word can come and bring division a little bit in our lives. Die woord moet scheiden kom bring. Tussen dit wat ons net vrede oorgemaak. Jy moet my maar ken nou, broer. Jy ken my nie. Stop it, man. Ek wil jou ken. Ek wil Christus ken in jou. Nou, dis net die een, maar ek skip al die ander. Ek kan self gaan lees. It's not boastful, conceited, doesn't act improperly, it's not selfish, provoked, doesn't keep a record of wrongs, finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. And this is what I want to speak about today. This is the lost chapter of the Bible, 1 Corinthians 13. One of the most well-known chapters that everybody, even the unsaved people, know. But it's one of the forgotten chapters. Because it doesn't get discerned correctly. Verse 7 says, love, this love. And it's just these four points that I'm going to highlight today. It bears all things. We're going to do the four. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Vier goed en is gekoesend soos a toebroeikie. It says, it bears and endures, believes and hopes. It bears, endures, believes and hopes. What is this talking about? Waarvan praat hierdie? Wat so, all things, all things. I can't most believe all things. I can't most hope for all things. You're crazy. But the context is true. So kom ons kyk wat sê die context. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 7. It starts with saying, I bear all things. In Afrikaans it says bedek. Bedek, alle dinge. That word is, a, is the meaning of, I have a roof that keeps out the storm. It's all about a covering. No matter what rains down, I have a covering. It's the Lord's covering. I can bear, meaning stand up under. I've got a covering. I can bear all things. Ek is bedek. Ek bedek alles, and I bedekking is die Heere self. That's uit die concordanties. 
Do you know you have a covering called the Lord? And because of that covering and the love that's poured out in your heart, do you know that you can bear all things? I'm not talking endure, bear. You can, you can keep the water from coming in and destroying your home. You can bear all things. You can stand up with a covering against all things. But when your idea and your thoughts are wrong, you're going to crumble. Can I say this in love? When your covering is yourself, the dak gaan knak, papa, met die druk. Wanneer hy haal en genoeg snieuw kom op die dak, en jy is jou eie covering, dit gaan knak. You want in die, can I crack? You want to be able to bear the load. Because God hasn't called you to bear in this context. He says, He is the covering. That's why you can bear. How's it going with your load and the storms? Are they knocking you to pieces? Or have you got that covering in place? The Bible says the following word. It's interesting. It says the following. It says it believes all things. How can I believe everything that everyone says? No, no. In the context, it believes all things. This is beautiful. Believes all things. I'll say it in Afrikaans firstly. Alle oortuigings wat ek wel gloe, is die oortuigings wat van God afkom. Believe all things means it's the persuasions that have come from God. The persuasions that have come from God, I believe all those things. You understand me? I don't believe everything the news says and the politicians, but I believe all things that God has persuaded me. But if you take the chapter out and you have your own ideas and thoughts, you won't be persuaded by God because you don't read it, hear it, and believe it anymore. You can't be persuaded with what you don't read, hear, and believe. And that's why you don't believe all things anymore. It's because you don't look at it anymore. Me included. God says, I want you to get filled with my persuasion, Alan. Ek wil hee, jy moet gevuld word met my oortuiging, Alan. Ek alles daar neergeskryf vir jou. Moe nie daai hoofstuk uitskeer en sê hierdie ding van patience and kindness don't expect me to walk around with kindness my man, no one's looking after me yeah, you can live that it's our society says that don't go that route it's not going to work so there we go believe all things, hopes all things what is that hope? I'm waiting for God's fulfillment of what he's promised. I hope all things, that's in the word, I'm hoping for the fulfillment of those things. Promises over my kids, promises over the fellowship, promises over, not, not what people say, not just what people say out there, not even spiritual people. What the word says, I, I hope 
God's love has made me hope all things. It's pouring, you're still wet. It's pouring out of my heart his love. And that love is making me hope in the fulfillment of what God said. Does it make sense? You, you're still for now. Years long. And then he says, endure all things. The last one. Meaning, I'm being held up by his power. Look how it fits in with the first one. I endure all things. You know how you can endure the life and the storms? I endure through his power. Not my own strength. My own strength runs out. My own strength fades. But when I'm weak, he's strong. But what actually makes me strong in this context? It actually is agape love. It's his love that lets me endure all things. It's his love. You see, that all bears hopes. I want you to hear this. Bear hope, believe, and endure all things is based on the first part of 1 Corinthians 13. That says, I'm patient, I'm kind, I don't boast, I don't keep records of wrongs and this. God's love is working in me, and because of this, I can endure all things. I can bear up the loads. Don't chuck the first part away and say, I'm going to endure, but don't ask me to be patient or kind. I won't. You're not going to endure, because your endurance is based of letting that agape love flow from you. Your endurance isn't based from your mind strength. It's based from his love. Mark it his sin, or is it complicated? It's not complicated. It's the easiest chapter. They read it in all the weddings. Love is patient. Love is kind. Keep no record of wrongs. Till life hits you. But that's when the love has poured out has been Don't, oh God pour out a bit of love for this guy he says Alan the day you got saved I poured out my love in your heart as we start ending off I want to encourage you 1 John chapter 4 and we'll give you the context of it. 1 John chapter 4 verse 18. <coughs> South Africans. I say that, South Africans. For those watching overseas, you'll relate, but maybe not as much. South Africans. Satan has one plan. To riddle us with fear. And he wants you to fear your safety, fear your life, fear your finances, fear your future, fear, 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 fear. And fear is so candy coated, we say, Aksni bang for its niman. Bang for its of need, next to do mit fries. You see, we can quote the whole day, ek het nie geest van vrees ontvang. 
maar jou liefdeswandel sal vir my wees of jy vrees het of nie. As jy nooit kan patient wees, kind wees, en nooit ons kan vergewe, dan wil ek jou sê, jy het vrees in jou leven. One John 4 verse 18 says, There is no fear in love. Like has been, there is no fear in love. That's why you need to get 1 Corinthians 13 again going in your heart. Do you want to deal with fear? You can do the security thing. It's, it's fine. You can put all the alarms and all the cameras and you can do all the electric gates. Nicholas, this is not at all. We need that. I've got it. You can do all of that, but it won't take away your fear. It will make your life a little bit better that if someone wants to come in, he's got to just be a bit more difficult for him and stuff. Do it, do it. Be, be proud. Get dogs. Do, get pepper sprays and whatever you want. But that won't take away your fear. We talk about dealing with that root fear. The only thing that removes fear is the agape love of God. Nothing else takes away your fear. Your fear of loneliness, your fear of harm, your fear of rejection, your fear, only God's love drives out that fear. That's why he says, you need geest van vrees ontvang nie. Die dag toe jy wedergebore word, en die Heere kom maak woning in jou, het sy agape liefde geborrel oor jou, en daarom sê, you haven't received the spirit of fear. What are you doing? Tied up with fear day and night. You haven't got that spirit anymore. But if you tear that chapter out of love, that spirit will tart you, and tart you, and make you believe the worst for everything. You fear failure, you fear rejection, you fear financial failure, you fear, you, you just live with fear. Ne. Come on. I don't want to say to you ever again, ach, stop fearing, man. I want to say, open 1 Corinthians 13 again. Because the love will drive the fear. Like light drives out darkness, perfect love drives out fear. Isn't that interesting? But you'll be tested with your love. It says there's no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear. Because fear involves punishment. So the one who fears has, has not reached perfection in love. Punishment. And it's all about the judgment actually of God. When you're a believer that you don't fear the punishment of God in the last day. Because he's made a, made a price and a way for that. And if you don't, then if, you have, if the fear of the greatest tragedy in, in, in history is to be rejected forever into the pit of hell. If that fear is gone, then why are you fearing? You're not going to have food tomorrow. That's what the context is. Perfect love drives out the fear. Shh. 
perfect agape drives out fear. But you must practice your agape. Practice it. So tomorrow, you walk into a situation, practice what's already flowing in you. Forgive. Don't keep a record of wrong. And put up that last picture. <coughs> There's a few points around fear. Fear is when I dread, I feel inadequate, I'm alarmed, or I'm panicking all the time. There's no around dealing with fear except God's way. Number one, He's poured agape in your heart. Number two, go back to the word that you've neglected and forgotten. Number three, allow it to have its perfect way in your life. And start to live your life fear-free. I pray that the word this morning was encouraging for you. I said it. You can have big muscles, do all your self-protection courses. You can have the biggest gun in the world. It does not take away fear. Love takes away fear. You can walk around and you're a kung fu expert with a black belt and say, I get fears. You lie. That doesn't take away fear. It makes you equipped. It doesn't take away your fear. Christians, you and me in the world have got an advantage to share with the world to release yourself from fear. That's God's love inside us. That's why I don't argue with a person who's got 10 cameras and three Dobermans and electric fence or a person that doesn't. I'm not going to argue with you. I want to ask you, how's your fear factor? Because that's what you need to get rid of. Do the other things that you think is right. I'll back you. I'll back you. Let's pray. Father, thank you that we come this morning that the love of God has been poured forth or shed abroad in our hearts, running over, spilling, gushing out. Help us to open up 1 Corinthians 13 again and read it slowly, not for our friends and our wives or our kids but that we will read it for life in general. That we'll have patience and kindness and that we won't boast and we won't keep records of wrongs and that we'll know that because of that we'll bear all things, believe all things, hope all things and endure all things. Strengthen my brothers and sisters, strengthen Karine and I and everyone watching. That may we see a, 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 a conversion taking place and exchanging because perfect love is driving out the fear, and I honor you for that. For anybody sitting here this morning, Lord, I pray that we'll just right now say, Lord, I'm going to deal. Come in and speak to me through your word with what 